drive through the Detroit Windsor Tunnel, go through Canadian Customs, make a couple of right turns, then head east on Wyandotte Street from downtown Windsor. And after a few minutes, you'll run into several blocks that set themselves apart from much of the rest of Windsor. Small shops and restaurants of varying types line the busy street. Cars and buses stream by, but nearly as many pedestrians stroll down the sidewalk at a much slower pace. This is Walkerville. First and foremost, it's the architecture. Um, it's the design. Uh, there's no freeways. Um, there's no huge parking lots. Um, it's smaller. It's a little bit more dense, and people can walk to where they want to go. That's Francesco Vella. He's the owner of the old Walkerville Pharmacy. His business is designed to look like an old apothecary from the early 1900s, complete with wood paneling and a noticeable absence of aluminum shelves. That turn-of-the-century look is part of the neighborhood's charm. Walkerville was founded in 1858 by Hiram Walker, the merchant who became famous and wealthy by making Canadian club whiskey. He made Walkerville a company town and supervised much of its development until his death in 1899. The town was annexed by Windsor in 1935, but Walkerville went through the same economic ebbs and flows over the decades that the rest of Windsor did. Vela says when he purchased his building in 2009, the neighborhood had been hard hit by the Great Recession. Well, about seven years ago, Old Walkerville wasn't really considered anything to be, uh, you know, special. Um, you know, it was kind of a rundown area. Uh, there were some businesses here before. Uh, the economic collapse didn't help. Uh, it was a bit rundown. There were some shady characters outside. I mean, I remember my my first year being open. There's you know, some strange people outside. But the neighborhood has seen a revival in recent years, in large part because of the efforts of local merchants like Vela. Dan Wells owns the Biblia Oasis bookstore on Wyandotte. He specializes in antique books. Wells ran a bookstore in downtown Windsor years ago, but his landlord there wanted to dramatically raise his rent. So Wells eventually moved to Walkerville after weighing his options. But it came down to economics, you know. I mean, after my experience with that landlord, I did not want to get into a situation again where I wasn't in control of where I was going to be, where I could be forced out by somebody else. And I couldn't afford to buy a building downtown. Walkerville has retained much of its charm over the years. Early 20th century homes lined side streets shaded by decades-old trees. Friendly neighbors say hello to the merchants as they pass by. Wells says there's a lot to love in the area. It's been voted one of the best old house districts in the country. It's maintained its sort of architectural integrity in a way that very few communities do. You know, and as it's developed over the last decade, you know, it's become sort of one of the cultural hubs of the city where there's not just bookstores but some of the best restaurants. Just a couple of blocks down Wyandotte is one of those restaurants, Willisteads. The bar and grill stands out from many of the other businesses in the area because of its modern artistic look and because it has the rarity of its own parking lot. That's where owner Mark Biscariol does his part to energize the neighborhood with monthly night markets. We host a monthly night market here and um, we close the adjacent alleys and streets. The business, the neighboring businesses get involved. We get about 5,000 visitors, 800 people at one time. And it's families, it's families, it's, it's, it's a very diverse age group. We get old people, young people, we put up a children's area, and it's like a neighborhood block party. 
Buscariel says Walkerville is thriving in part because of events like the night market, but he says there's more to it than that. Organically, Walkerville just evolved by itself, and it just, what happened was, is you had a lot of owner pride, pride in building owners, pride in business owners, pride in the residents, and they got involved, and they kind of leapfrogged downtown to actually make this neighborhood, um, it's really Windsor putting its best foot forward. That's a sentiment shared by entrepreneur Mary Lambros. She's the founder and owner of Lorelei's Bistro. Lambros has played a large role in Walkerville's recent revival, not so much because of her restaurant, but because of what's next door, the Walkerville Theater. We decided that we would just call the lawyer, put an offer in on it, because at that point the city was about to own it for taxes. And we bought the theater thinking we were going to tear it down and make ourselves a parking lot. That didn't happen. Instead, Lambro says she took one look at the stage and decided she had to save the derelict building for the community. She and her husband worked to renovate the Walkerville Theater, originally built in 1918 by the same architect who designed the Fox Theater in Detroit. Lambros's efforts have created another destination in the area, a venue where plays and musical performances can be held, a venue that attracts more visitors to the unique neighborhood. Lambros says... The key to the successful revitalization of Walkerville is pretty simple. We all are trying for the same thing. We don't consider ourselves competition to each other. We consider ourselves to embrace this area, and that's what's making it strong. So instead of worrying about what your neighbor's doing, embrace what your neighbor's doing and support it. Lambros is now working to turn a 1910-era building across the street into a center for local artists. She knows she'll have the support of her fellow merchants to give Windsorites and Detroiters another reason to visit Walkerville. I'm Jerome Vaughn, WDET News.